and <laughs> welcome to the South Road Boys. Hi, laddie. I got in first. You did. <laughs> How are you? Good. I'm really well. <laughs> you gave me the opening. I, I did. took it this week. You did. Last week, I failed no, a bit. You kind of you, you hesitated. Yeah, I did. It's like I was waiting for the gun to go off. Bang. And I was going to go, and then I missed it, and everyone else took off in front of me. Yeah. And it was too late. Too late. This week. <laughs> like a shot at a gun. I am there. Boom. Which means mm. I'm going to turn around and say, what have you been up to? What's been going on in your world? Mate, I have been, I have had the experience of being a career driver today. I reckon I've done... A driver as in your new career? Uh, well, part of my new job. Part of my new job is that I needed to go and do some deliveries today for work. So I did. To wear a hat and, and a team shirt? No, I didn't. No, okay. <laughs> they don't make us do that at Maccas anymore. Um... I... It'd be cool. Like, if you're going to have that job, you want the cap. How many delivery drivers do you... Oh, actually, probably quite a lot. Wear a baseball cap? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Okay. So, I've I've done... Uh, Olveston Burnie, Olveston Burnie, Olveston Devonport, Devonport Olveston, Leith. Leith. Through Leith in. Leith here. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's my day. Yep. <laughs> so far. Okay. In a big truck. Like, so... Steering wheel like this, yeah. Not okay. steering wheel like yeah, this. Yeah, so you're you're a proper driver. Eighteen wheels. You of weren't justice. just cruising around with Miss Daisy. No, you were trucking it. Uh, big, yep. big mother trucker. Well, no, not really, because you had to be able to drive it on a car license. Okay, well, it's still a big steering wheel. <laughs> it is. It's so more you of, feel like it's a big truck. You do. Yeah, big red truck. No. Yeah. Did I ever tell? You, did I tell you that joke? The big red truck joke. Yeah, I think so. But no. tell it again. Uh, I can. Look, we're, what are we? Seventy nine episodes in. I don't remember what we did last week. <laughs> I've given away the punchline, but that's okay. okay. So there's a lady. No, there's a guy. Let's not be sexist. There's a guy who happens to be... There's a gender-neutral person. There's a gender-neutral person mm-hmm. whose hair colour is not important. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who's sitting at home and <laughs> smells smoke. Oh, no. And goes, shit. Looks over from the chaise lounge <laughs> into the kitchen. Fuck, there's a fire. Picks up phone, triple O. Fire department. <laughs> There's a fire. Come quick. Hangs up. Yeah. Says the fiery. Oh, well. Not much we can do with that. Five minutes later, gender neutral, hair unimportant colored person. <laughs> yep. Who we will call, uh, what's it? Chris? Chris? Is that a Chris? Yeah, Chris Girl? can work. Yep. Chris, Chris would be boys and girls and yep. whatever. Because you have a Christopher or a Christina. Yes. Shorten to Chris. There you go. Hmm. So Chris gets there and goes, Fuck, they're not here yet. And all of a sudden, these fires are raging inferno and start to engulf the rest of the room. Picks up the phone again. Come quick, I've got a fire. And the fiery goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Buddy or yep. Budette? Yep. Where are you? I'm at my place. Clunk, hangs up. <laughs> Five more minutes pass. Chris, standing at the front of the house, it is an inferno. Yep. Absolutely raging inferno. Jesus, Chris. Picks up Triplo again. Where the fuck are you guys? My house is on fire. The fire is like, whoa, whoa. Not only, I, we know you're at home. How do we get there? Duh, big red truck. <laughs> uh, I didn't say it was a great joke. No. Never this said is it was true. a great joke. No, you didn't build it up. No, not at all. And you also gave away the punchline. But then again, it wasn't an obvious punchline because I still thought, where's he going with the punchline? Where's he going with that? Where's yeah. he going with the big red truck? So... And that is one of my sayings when I find something to be blatantly obviously. I go, duh, big red truck. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm going to throw in a, a bit of a clause too. 
Santa. Um, I'm just gonna now. I'm gonna <laughs> ask everyone to forgive my coughing because there will uh. be a few coughs that <coughs> like that that come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had a little bit of a man flu incident. The Ebola. So, Are you patient zero? Uh, I don't know where it came from. So possibly. Well, I'm either blaming you, okay. or you can blame my wife, because we came over to watch a film. Yeah, Infinity here, War. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And since then, both, Great film. both you and my wife have been poorly. That doesn't make any sense, though, because you're in the middle, and you, your wife and I didn't have any kind of action going on, so we didn't pass any germs to each other. We weren't even, we weren't even in touchy territory. That's true. You were the barrier in Or between. was I the conduit? Oh, that sounds far more sexual than what I anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> Infinity War, great movie. Oh, great film. You know, it also is a great film, but we can't talk about it much because you haven't seen it yet. Tell me. Endgame. Really? I'm just going to go back a few episodes, Joe. In the wonderful world of the South Road Boys. Yes. Uh, Podcast. <laughs> I cough, you burp. It's, it's like a couple of teenage boys. Um, and I said, yes. I believe this movie will smash all records. Mm. And I tell you what, <laughs> it's, it's it's virtually smashed every record possible so far at this a, point. Hasn't it already cracked a billion? It's already at one point two, and it's and only been out of work. That's US dollars too. Yes, and it only and it released like two days later or a day later in the US than what it did in yeah, Australia. It was a few days later, yeah. We got it before um, you. We did. We um, got it before It's going you. nuts. Yeah, I really think Avatar's going down. I yeah. think those little blue guys are going down the little blue hole. <laughs> They're going to be Smurf City. They will. <laughs> But the, and and a testament to that is I, I unfortunately have not been able to see it uh, as yes. of yet. But we are going tomorrow. Sounds good. Oh, but this will be your second viewing. It will. I and reckon I'm anticipating it, about four viewings really, for me. Yeah, at the pictures. Yep. And then it's you'll amazing. most probably buy it on 4K. Oh, definitely. Yep. Yeah. And then that'll be Infinity War Endgame marathon. Oh, amazing! Just set the whole day aside. Well, actually, we could set a week aside. We could do the last 10 years, starting we with could. Iron Man. There has been a couple of areas worldwide, I think mainly America, that have actually done the Americas did marathon that five all days. The way through. Yeah. Five days, an hour in between each film or whatever, <laughs> and then leading up to Endgame. Just phenomenal. Could you, you wouldn't be your own self, though. Like by the time you get to Endgame, which is 10 years You wouldn't movies, be enjoying it, I don't think. You'd be overdone. I think, but could you imagine how much. That cinema would smell of geek sweat. <laughs> oh, nice! Like, I'm a big fat nerd, and I understand that some people have, you know, body issues. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you put those people in a cinema for five days, eating nothing but popcorn and coke and yeah, sweets. That's not ending well. No, no showers in between. No. Didn't end well for the guy who tried to just yell a few spoilers out in front of the movie cinema for Endgame in uh, China. I believe it was either. Fuck off! What yeah. someone had someone seen actually, it beforehand. Yep. And decided to stand out the front of the cinema. And yell out spoilers. This person uh, was beaten. <laughs> like a red-headed stepchild. Down, um, which a lot of people have come out and said, look, violence is not the answer. Oh, In this instance, be. I'll tell you what, it's not a bad result. You know the mistake he made? Well, he did it in person yeah, instead of online. Yeah, he forgot he wasn't online. That's probably what it was. Because that's what people do now. They they slander everything online. They put spoilers online. But and they're they protected and, by the internet. <laughs> they are. They're protected by the internet. They've got a screen. Yes. And a barrier of invisible nothing. Yes. That means that they cannot get damaged physically yes. by people that read their product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, this guy forgot that. And he's, and he's standing there with a sign saying, Sexy Bay 69 <laughs> <laughs> says... Yeah, no, he got beat. Got beat down, brutally beaten, apparently. Now... 
but so be it. If you're gonna make uh, a statement, or if you're gonna if you're gonna do something in life, mm. you need to understand what those consequences are. Mm. Whether those consequences are correct or not, or moral, if you do something, you need to understand there will be punishment, possibly. Yes, and some consequences. Not what you do. No. It's interesting though. Hashtag don't spoil the end game. Hashtag do not fucking spoil the end game. <laughs> Why would you? Because all you're doing is stealing other people's joy. Exactly. The joy that you had when you watched it the first time, <laughs> all you're trying to do is take that joy away from somebody else. Mm. Why steal joy? Mm. She's a lovely girl. Exactly. Why would you steal her? Right. Um, I watched though a new, well, not a new film, but a film that was new to Netflix, mm-hmm. starring Mr. T. Hanks who I'm a fan of. I don't mind Tom. I think he's a good actor. I think he's got skills. Um, called Inferno, which is... A sequel to Da Vinci Code? I, I think it's... No, the third one after... Because I think okay. we have Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, and Inferno. Right. I haven't actually watched it, I must admit. Which um, was, I think, Dan Brown? Yes. Was the yeah. author? Yeah. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed the books. So that's, you know, I read the books and thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I saw it pop up on Netflix and I'm like, oh, fuck. I cool. hadn't actually read Inferno. Okay. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't read and or seen Inferno, <coughs> I'm just going to say it now. Yeah. Cough, cough. I'm about to give away a couple of uh, key plot points that you may or may not like. Right so there so you go. if you haven't actually seen the movie... Yep. And you've missed the spoil a bit. Maybe you just grabbed a drink. Yep. And all the rest. You may call Joe a complete hanker if you like. Yes. Utter hanker. A Tom hanker. Yep. <laughs> um, if I say it quickly, though, Inferno spoilers. Right. Hang on. Spoilers, Inferno spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've got it. You think so? Yeah. So the, I didn't. Uh, obviously, I realized that the premise of that we learned in oh sorry fucking infinity war spoilers as well <laughs> okay well because it, I don't it, know how it you're deals these together. well it deals it deals with thanos basically saying that the universe or the galaxies are overpopulated and the only solution that he can see is to half the population yes indiscriminately yep just half the population and then the resources are there mm-hmm. so inferno deals with that concept but this was made prior to Infinity War, mm-hmm. where they talk about, and it's based on Dante's Inferno and the painting and our visions of hell and all that kind of stuff. And the the big bad guy basically says that, you know, we've gone from in 4,000 years naught to one, th- 1 billion people in 4,000 years. And then in the last 40, and then in 40 years, we went from 1, yeah, billion, we've been 1 billion to 8 billion hmm. in 40 years. And it's predicted in the next 10 years, we will go from 8 billion to 16 billion. The world just can't cope. And his solution is basically the infinity snap, like where he's going to release uh, a disease that will indiscriminately wipe out half the world's population. Yep. And obviously Tom Sounds Hanks. Sounds nice. Yeah. Tom Hanks, who plays this, um, I think, scholar, learned scholar, I think is what he oh, is. I can't actually Who remember. understands mm. old artworks. and It's a puzzle. Mm. It's a fucking Sherlock Holmes. That's all it really is. And he has to work out what the clues are to where we're going to find this, um, I suppose, epicenter, patient zero, where this disease is going to be released based on some clues. And he has to run around various cities. And I won't give away whether or not he succeeds or not, but right. fucking good chance he does. Probably does, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not meant to be a sad movie. No. But it was interesting that I, I'd never actually given it any thought that... That was not a new concept. 
I hadn't considered that either. No. So probably out the roadies did. That's a bit evil. Well, it is, but it's But there's a little bit of weird logic to it. And that's the thing. That's just the perverse part of it. Is it really a bad thing? Well, I suppose it's not a bad thing if you survive the snap, but... (laughs) True. True. It depends which party you're in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Little from column A, little from column B. So there you go. Speaking of um, like food source and all that kind of thing. <laughs> Longbow there, Mr. Barnes. Longbow well, well, Barnes. About the fact that the world is overpopulated and yes. we're not, yes. we don't have enough to sustain the population base basically now as it is. Yes. I have a bit of a, a moral. Well, I don't know whether moral is right. I have a question. A quandary. A quandary? A quandary is mm. good. I like that. Yes. Yeah. We don't have enough words that start with Q. We don't. Especially we when you fucking Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> so, whaling. Yes. We don't like it. Whaling's bad. <laughs> Mickey don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but whaling's bad. We know, I mean, basically, our entire... Well, I, I hate the fact that you see this image of people going and just tearing whales from the ocean and blood. It's just... It's shocking. It's terrible. Scientific research. Scientific research, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about it today. Yes. Why is it bad? And I, I say this from the point of view of... Um, we eat cows and... Sheep, we, we consume and pigs all the time. Yes. Uh, here's here's the numbers, right? I, I researched this a little bit. I did some research. Fuck, Jay. Remember, we did this once with eggs and chickens. We did. Yeah, that a was similar a scenario. Long podcast. So, so sorry for that. So we cows <laughs> and chickens and pigs that every week. We yes. have no issue with that at all. It's not Mind a problem. I I believe though the most consumed meat is goat. Oh really? Yeah, because maybe not a, so much here, but worldwide. Obviously. Well, worldwide, the most consumed meat is goat because you've got obviously India, one point three billion people. It's a couple. Mm. They're not. A, they don't say cows are sacred. Mm. Hence the reason sacred. No cows. wonder they started climbing up cliffs. Correct. Yes. Um, so they all consume goat, lamb, and all that kind of stuff. And I think yep. a lot of the Middle Eastern countries are big fan of goats as well. There you go. So yeah. to give you an idea, in Australia alone, yes, uh, we basically consume or slaughter thirty-two million sheep. Fuck. 8 million cattle every year. Yes. 550. Hang on, more sheep than cattle? Yeah. We love our lamb. We do. How <laughs> could you not? It's delicious. 550 million chickens are killed each year in Australia. 550 right? million. But for some Half reason... A billion. But for some reason, mm. we turn around and we act disgusted in Japan for about for, for killing some fish who were just big. Big fish. Big fish. Big who fish. actually taste Delicious. not like fish. They taste a bit like reindeer or moose, apparently. Well, the person that I met, I think I told you the story about the Japanese guy who did a tour of Tassie with. Yeah, he wanted to eat a platypus, wasn't it? He wanted to eat a platypus, but yep. I took him out for a place that does wall- <coughs> wallaby. And when I asked him what the wallaby tasted like, he said whale. There you go. And I'm like, okay. Wasn't That's expecting an interesting that comparison result. then. But the thing is, I think the reason being is I've heard a, I've heard fucking... I've done a South Road Boys with a research. Well, especially considering that you didn't know I was going to bring it up. So. Correct. So I've done a South Road Boys research. Not that you da- researched anyway. Searching the dark recesses of my brain mm-hmm. that since we've been around, we like in the last 50 years, we've made extinct almost half the animals on the planet. It's a phenomenal number. Like it's a It's a disgusting number. number. So if you mm. care to look that up, you can. I obviously haven't and I may have just made a number up. It's, but it's something like to that. To be honest, it's a terrible number, though. Exactly. So no matter whether you're right or wrong, it's bad. It is. So we don't... When we consume sheep, pigs, chickens, and cows, putting aside the way they are farmed, 
mm-hmm. they are not an endangered resource. No, they're not. They are bred fit for purpose. Yep. It's a bit hard to start a whale farm. Well, this is my other suggestion. It'd be like... Why? Yes, why not? Why have we not started... A whale why have Japan farm? not started whale farms? It's Breeding a, whales. It's a big farm. To slaughter. But they're already in the wild. So why would you start but up so, a farm? So were cows and sheep and everything when we started. True. And if we don't want to run out of those, we farm them. Maybe. Surely there'd have to be a way in this day and age, with the mm. technology we have, the resources we have, to farm whales. Ooh. Ooh, now, here, I'm not, can I just point out, I'm not saying it's right. No, this no, is no, my no. question. I'm trying to say, why is it wrong? Is it just because we've been brought up to know that it's wrong? Like, if we lived in Japan mm. and we did this podcast, yes. which people, most of our listeners would not understand because we'd be speaking <laughs> Japanese. Um, <laughs> we'd probably think, what's wrong with this? You eat cows and sheep and goats all the time. True. Why can't we eat whale? It tastes like moose. I fucking love moose. Wow. And the antlers don't get stuck in my throat when I eat whale. Exactly. <laughs> eh? Hey. <laughs> Big shout out to all our Canadian roadies. What's those walls about? Um, <laughs> could it be that the reason why farming whales is difficult is because they are a migrational being? Oh, there's a good point. That require Because I think they only eat a certain type of whale. I think it's only a minky. Minky is, I believe, the popular one on the restaurant menu. Yeah, because, I mean, mm. you know, you can... Well, I mean, some people eat dog. Right anyway. Like, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's put in, putting aside how those animals are treated. <laughs> For all the vegan roadies out there, we're really, you know, not sorry. Um, <laughs> but I love steak. I do. Mm. Um, mm, so I think... Because they're a mig- and this is me making shit up, they are a migrational beast. Maybe they wouldn't survive in a captive because you're going to need possible. a fucking ocean to be able to keep them. Mm-hmm. And maybe the gestational period of a whale is something like fucking twenty months or something. Maybe you could be right. And so these they- are facts that I haven't researched. And they only produce an offspring. They don't produce multiple offsprings in a year because cows can pump out you know two calves. Or whatever in a year, I think maybe I could be. I, I can do a up. calf just running down the street. <laughs> I, I do a hammy. <laughs> um, so maybe there's that, and you're just going to need an ocean. Like that's a big fucking farm. I know, but I'm just seeing it. Like you got in this day and age, surely you could have to sheep. be some kind of a way it could be done. I mean, look at Free Willy, for instance. True. That or worked. maybe maybe what we need to do is is turn to the, to the vegans because they came up with facon. True. Whale, whale, whale. It's like quail, only whale. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what we need to. Oh, I, no, look, you're making me cough. Look, I, look, I, I see your point. I, there, I don't think there's any difference in eating a whale as opposed to a sheep. I think the difference being is that there's not as many of them, and they aren't see, farmed. That I agree with. If if it means that we are wiping out a species, a species, yes, then. I don't care what the situation is. It should mm. not happen. We don't have the right to do that. Well, it's like if you wanted to, to, to do that with fucking pandas. <sighs> now, they pandas. probably Well, I've already said that if, pan, if pandas taste delicious, we wouldn't be eating them for long. No, because they no, don't fuck. They don't. So may, maybe that's what it is. I bet you, I guarantee you, I absolute shiny dollar put that down right now, guarantee you, in parts of China... You can get a sneaky panda steak. I reckon you'd be able to get a panda steak. Yeah. Probably some panda nuggets. Because I know there's people, and once again, I think I've got this from movies, so it must be true, that there are people who 
who that's their job. Well, this is like this Japanese guy. He wants to eat things that are rare, not cooked rare, but just as to know. in just like he wanted to eat a platypus. And, and once I'm, again, why is one animal different from eating another animal? It's not. Like people say, you wouldn't eat a dog or a cat, but it sounds like we've domesticated them and we've lived with them and we love them. But other countries... Other countries, they're just an animal. Absolutely. They're like a sheep or a cow. Or some a... some restaurants you go to and you go, is it chicken brook or chicken meow? Hmm. You know? Um, and so a protein's a protein. Meat's meat. And, my, and look, not many, as we discussed, not many people in Australia eat goat. Um, maybe countries that... Uh, I think a lot of people who believe in halal meat generally have goat and sheep. That's okay. their thing. Um, I think a lot of Middle Eastern countries have a lot of goat in their diet, as well as, I think, Pakistan, maybe India. Mm-hmm. So that's a shit ton of people. Oh, yeah. Um, and maybe, I don't know, China. I always associate pork with China. Sweet and sour Sweet pork. Sweet and sour pork. Yeah, <laughs> fucking barbecue pork, pork spare ribs. Is it a pork gunner? I think pork spare ribs is more American. Mm, pork spare ribs. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, now, so that's I, just my thought. Did I tell you the tragic mm. news? People, oh, speaking of pork spare ribs, I <laughs> took you to one barbecue. of my big boy barbecue, mm-hmm. closing its doors. As in all of them? Correct. Shutting really? Down. Yep. Unable to be sustainable and apparently going to be no longer. Oh, it's disappointing. Very disappointing. It's a great feed. Fucking oath it is. Mm. But maybe that slow cooked twenty three hour barbecue brisket, it just is not commercially viable. Well, obviously not. I've, well, obviously not. But because I, I every thought time it was we were delicious. There, well, you obviously went there a fair bit. I went there a few times, um, but there was always people there. So. Yeah, but it was never packed. Yeah, like true. all the times that I took you there, there may be been what you weren't waiting to get in. No, we walked straight up, we ordered, and there might have been half a dozen people in the restaurant. Is it maybe because people didn't realise how could awesome be a gay it was? Bar? Is that why? Big boy. Yeah. Big boy barbecue. Big boy barbecue. Steakhouse or gay Coming bar. Coming to spit roast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Now, we were talking about, we'll backtrack. Okay. It links to China. Right. Which we weren't really talking about, but it's you part of Southeast Asia. I did. Yeah. A list has been exposed in China of 1.8 million Chinese women's fertility status, location, and age. Why? Well, apparently a database has been compiled um, containing that so that they can work out whether or not they can, I don't know, take over the world, really. Well, they're doing it in a lot of areas already. They're pretty good at it. Apparently a a hacker group, I don't think it's anonymous, but I, I think they call themselves Robin Hood. I'm not sure. I think they're awesome. Okay. Yeah, because like, I don't want to be hacked. <laughs> um, have uncovered a database which includes the personal details of 1.8 million women, including their fertility status. And it's basically, it's a bit handmaiden's tale. Oh, really? Yes. That starts getting creepy. It just does. And considering China's been one of those countries that has been known for the one-child policy, mm-hmm. and then in that culture, rightly or wrongly, a male heir is seen as more beneficial yes. than the female heir, um, for whatever reason. Um, yeah, so that's one of those conspiracy theories that's coming out, and apparently it's got phone numbers, addresses, education, location, ID number, marital status, and breed-ready status. Wow. So that's so. a brand-new version of Tinder you never knew you needed. Oh, what's your breed-ready status? Yeah, yeah swipe right or swipe left. Oh. Is she a breeder or not? <laughs> that would just be... Horrendous. Horrendous. Now, 
Oh, maybe that's what it's called. Instead of Tinder, breeder, breeder, breeder. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm not sure you're going to get a lot of people signing up to that. <laughs> now, got a question for you. Yes, as I try and choke. As mm. you try and choke. Hopefully, I will not. Actually, imagine. Mm. See, you could get some fame at it. If I died on this podcast, mm. and I should be careful saying this because we talked about a comedian last week or the week before about a comedian. He said, "Imagine if I died on stage and did." Yes. So I'm saying, if I died mid podcast, mm. I'm just saying right now. Do me a favour. Yep. Friend to friend, brother to brother, mm-hmm. a man who I love as much as I love family. Sure. Finish the podcast. Ring, ring AAA. Do that. Well, I am a first aider. And do if you I... need to do a bit of first aid, that's fine. But finish the podcast. Don't turn the mics off. Don't turn the mics off. Keep going and finish it off. I will. Like, if, if you, let's say, for example, something happens. Yep. And I do need to Which do. Which hopefully won't. Hopefully it won't. It could. I will need a minute whilst you're convulsing or doing whatever you're doing. Yep. To take the microphone off the stand, maybe, so I can get it really close. Oh, that's something So that idea. the listeners can hear. Oh, better still, mate. Evidence. Facebook Live it. Fuck, that's going to take me two minutes. Uh, okay. Minute and a half. The odds aren't going to Hang die on, anyway. I'll, I'll, load, I'll load up Facebook now. Um, <laughs> I'll Facebook Live it, which will then be good in my defense case. Okay. Yep. Like, no, he died, he died naturally of 37 stab wounds. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Know? So maybe that's what it is. But it may give the South Road boys a bit of fame. Imagine that. That'll be on like Podcast. the Lad Bible and all those websites and stuff. Podcaster dies Dies, live. and his mate, Continues. out of respect, yep. finishes the podcast. But here's the audio of him asking his mate to do it. Yeah. It's going to be a tough edit. I, I tell you what, it would be a tough edit, but it'd gain some fame. It would. And you could also do a little bit of Weekend of Bernie's at the end. Go, um, <laughs> you know, Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, Joe. And we're the South Road boys. You're good with accents. <laughs> Why not? We'll try that. Okay. No, all right. I promise. If for some reason you decide that you're going to start to shuffle off this mortal coil. Yep. A question for you, though. Uh-huh. Is your life or the fame of the podcast more important? For me or for you? Either. Or for you or for I? For you. For me. Look, Considering you're the one who's going yeah. to die. Look, my life is probably more important to me. Yep. But the fame of the podcast. Fuck, that's And what good. you might get after it. It's pretty good for you. It, eh, it would, but I'm going to have to find someone for next week. I reckon Howie'd be keen. <laughs> People don't want to listen to, to an hour after hour after hour. Of wrestling. Of wrestling. Mind you, I'll get you flat, mate. We can talk about fishing. Hannah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she is a, a fisher person. Maybe I could just... Oh, fuck. I've got it. Tell me. The T-Barnes Roadshow mm-hmm. podcast. So in memorial, what I will do is I will go to every single person at the funeral and I'll podcast with them. That's oh, got to give me cool. at least another 10 episodes. That's actually a really good idea. People yeah. tell stories about me in remembrance. Oh, Oh, you wanted to talk about you? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we can do that as well. You're an I just thought, oh, just... No, fuck you, I'm not dying now. <laughs> no, come on. No, no, you've no, ruined it. Be a mate. You've ruined it. <laughs> you've ruined no, it. No, you've ruined it. No, I was just looking for a list. Fuck. <laughs> but we have something in common. We could meet at the funeral, and then I could say, well, I need a podcast, buddy. Do you want to try out? Try outs. And we could. Try outs. <laughs> this is try outs. The Troy try outs. The, the Troy try outs. The Troy Tryouts. Oh, Why not? That's only a that's only a reality TV show. The Troy Tryouts. The Troy-outs. It'd be so funny next week. It'd be 
Welcome to the South Road Boys. Oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Merle. Oh, Mum. No, I don't think she'd try it for the Troy Troy out. Speaking of, um, speaking of makeshift, I come across something really cool. Mm. Actually, this week. Um, you know, we spoke about Good Bull Hunting. Yes. Did you know there was a Kevin Smith link to Good Bull yes, Hunting? Yes, he was an executive producer. Yeah, so I found this. I just got to grab it on my phone. Because people, there was a rumor mill, and I think Kevin's absolutely completely denied it that he was. The, like a ghost writer. Yeah, no. So you know, I think that did come out as well. But what happened was, so to give it ex- the right information. Oh, shit. So you've fucking researched this. I have. Um, I guess I came across it by accident. Yes. I was talking about Kevin Smith things and this happened to pop up. Mm. And we just talked about it. So I thought, this is interesting. So Kevin Smith was working on more rats with Ben Affleck. Yes. So it was, what would that be, about 20 year ago? Yeah. 90, it's a fair while back. 93, I think. 94. Um, and basically... Um, Effleck and Damon have both been working Matt on this Damon. script. Yes. Matt Damon. Um, so they put the script together. Yes. Uh, they put it to Castle Rock. Yes. Um, but, and all the rest. So what basically Castle Rock did, they said, okay, um, if you guys can get someone to finance it, yes, um, you guys can take it and make it your own. Perfect. If you can't get someone to finance it, we'll take the script and we'll make it our way. And they so, didn't want so to do they, that. So they would still get something for it, obviously, right in the script, but it wouldn't be their movie. Yeah, and they wouldn't probably be cast as the no, leads. No, probably not. You might have got um, Ben Stiller and Tom Cruise. That would have been an interesting Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> and and Danny DeVito playing the Robin Williams part. Oh, wouldn't that be fantastic? Like, no. Wow. <laughs> or Joe Pesci. Yeah. So, okay, 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 okay. It's not your fault. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so they basically, all the people that actually said, okay, we're going to help fund this. Yes. Pulled out at the last second. <laughs> Didn't come through. Right, yes. Yeah, so... I, yeah, stop being a child. No. This is a very serious it podcast, is. It is. Sorry. Right. My bad. Yeah, pulled out. <laughs> um, so, as a last resort, yes. Effleck actually passed a script on to Kevin Smith. Yes. Um, just a basic... He's a, he's a movie maker and, and all the rest. said, look, you, you you did Clerks. You're doing more rats. We're working on this. Yeah. C- can you help what a brother you out? So, he's read it um, and basically uh, loved it mm. and then promised to walk the script directly to Harvey Weinstein's office. This is before Harvey became a, a black mark. Yeah, well, no, and, the, and because at the time, I mean, I know that after Clerks, he, uh, Kevin was <laughs> one of the golden boys at Miramax. Oh, yeah, because he made their uh, money out of not investing much money. Exactly. He cost, I think the film cost $22,500 or something like that, $27,500. Oh, absolute success. Exactly. In the, and, in the rate of return for dollar invested? Perfect. Um, well, I no. Think it, it broke ridiculous records. But, he, but no one invested in it. In the film, they paid something like $200,000 for the film. Yeah, Max paid for that. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And then he, they, they also signed him to three or four year, uh, four three or four film deal afterwards. Mm. So that's why he would have wanted yeah. and gone, Harvey, come on. Well, that's basically what he did. Um, so he's walked in. Weinstein apparently read it, loved it. Yes. And, um, and basically paid what had to be paid for the movie to be done. Yes. So the thing that was really funny, though... Um, when he was talking about the uh, the recollection of the meeting and so forth and reading the script, mm. Weinstein asked about a scene that was really out of place and didn't quite make a lot of sense. Mm. It was apparently a mid-scene, and there was an oral sex scene in the movie, uh, in Good Bull Hunting. Really? Yes. Of Between which who? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explained that it was actually a test to, to see who which was studio it. execs actually read it. Right. Instead of just saying, look, mate, we're really interested. We think it's great, but it's just not for us. Yeah. Well, what about the oral sex so, scene? So they threw this weird scene in that made no fucking sense. sense just to see if people had actually read it or not. Oh, that's brilliant. And I thought that was – it's a pretty game thing to do too because these are 
guys that are newbies. Going, what the fuck are you writing this for? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, oh. so Kevin Smith pretty much um, was responsible for Good Will Hunting, actually. And that's why he gets an exec- In the way that we saw it anyway. Yeah, and that's why he gets the executive producer or producer title yeah, in the credits. It's, it's basically a nod saying, thanks very oh. much. And that's the reason why Ben and Matt were in a couple of Kevin's films like Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back as a payback. That's probably a bit of bro love. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know what? You did us a solid, and so we will come and be in your fucking... Stupid-ass t- movie. Tits and ass film. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, that's funny. I that's guess that was really cool. And that just shows sometimes that um, it just takes the right person at the right time that you know, that knows mm. the right person, mm. to get things off the ground and become the things that we know and love today. One little step out of the mark there... One little piece out of the puzzle, and yes. we would not have got that movie. So, unless we had Tom Cruise and yeah, whoever true. else, Joe Pesci, <laughs> Joe Pesci, <laughs> okay, 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 John Goodman, John Goodman, <laughs> come in playing the the Robin Williams role. That would be funny. Mm. Or he'd probably pull it off actually with a beard. Yeah, um, I heard, and I, look, I can't remember. The, apparently, the the Robin Williams role was going to be a woman. Oh, I didn't know that. And then someone went, no, Robin's like, he's the go. And they went, well, we'll ask him. And they did. And he went, yeah, right. It's it's mm. just like the way that um, when Stan Lee was in Mallrats, Kevin was talking to someone about the script and he part of the script said they had a comic book expert. Yep. And the person said, oh, you know, what were you thinking for this? And he goes, oh, someone like a Stan Lee. He goes, well, why don't you ask Stan Lee? And Kev goes, because I don't know him. And the guy went... <laughs> I do. It's like asking God. <laughs> yeah, and the guy said, I'll go and ask him. And Stan said, yeah, right, there done. You go. And hence the love affair with Stan Lee. That's very cool. Um, riddle me this, Batman. Mm-hmm. Nice little pop culture throw in there. Thank you very nice. much. What um, From the fat man to the Batman. What happened on this day in 1939? Oh, this, oh, this doesn't seem like your day, though. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what happened in this day, 1939? Mm. Uh, so it would have been before the war. Yeah, before the war, 1939. Mm. A year to remember. Actually, um, I think the war was on. I think that was 38 to 45. Yeah, she probably was too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe History uh, with the South Road Boys. Maybe uh, Pez dispensers were invented. Maybe. <laughs> Not the information I have. Just out of curiosity, I'm going to Google and see when um, Pez dispensers actually were invented. Let me tell you, on this day... The 1st of May, <laughs> Detective Comics number 27 was released. Oh. And we were introduced Batman. to Batman. That's very Did cool. you like the riddle me this, Pez Batman? Pez was invented in 1927. Fuck me. Well, not literally. I, th- I but thought I was stretching. No, I know that. But the around. first Pez dispenser actually appeared in 1950. There you go. Well, there you go. Bit of Pez history Pe- there. Pez history with the South Red Boys. <laughs> but Batman. Batman. That was the one that was, uh, yeah, May the 1st. And so today's um, Batman Day around the world. Isn't it interesting, though, that Batman mm. started in Detective Comics? Superman started in Action Comics. Neither yeah. of them actually started in their own comic. No. And look how big they are. <sighs> They've done it right. Batman. Now, speaking I'm of not going to try the Iron Batman because I'll just cough if yeah. I try and go that way. Now, speaking of things that are uh, old. Other than Pez. Other than Pez. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a lady bought a piano. From her, the estate of her grandmother, mm-hmm. um, and just basically kept it. It cost her about two hundred and fifty bucks, um, but one of the pedals was sticking. Oh. 
So she thought, oh, fuck, I'll get that looked at. Yep. 25 okay. years later, I'll, I'll, I'll get that looked at. Well, better late than never. She did. And uh, when they were ferreting around the back of the piano, they found that uh, this, wife, this woman's grandfather had uh, stashed some baseball cards there. Oh, hello. And inside was a rookie card, I believe. Hang on, let me check. We're going to check. Fucking here we go. I believe we it love is, our facts. Yes. A 1916 Babe Ruth oh, rookie shit. card. Now, 10 years ago, one in similar condition mm-hmm. sold for, I think it was... Be hundreds of thousands, wouldn't it? Uh, 55,000. Okay. That was and 10 years ago. 10 years ago. This one sold $130,000. Once again, Christ. Babe Ruth breaking all the fucking records. Hundred and thirty grand for a card. For one baseball card. Mind you, he is would I mean, fuck. I don't know whether or not you follow baseball. You know I you quite could, like so it. you know what you should have said then? What? It went for the tune of hundred and thirty thousand dollars. I'll put that in in post. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I don't, that's, it went, went that's funny. The tune. Went to the tune. They hit that one out of the park. They did. They did. Um No, so uh like most people <coughs> in Australia don't generally follow baseball. Um, no, not huge. But even if you don't follow baseball, most people know the name from pop that's, culture of Babe Ruth. That's like if you don't follow golf, you still know Tiger Woods' name. Correct. Mm. And, you know. If, if you don't follow podcasting, you still know Troy so, Barnes' name and Joe Mader's name. It's South Road Boys. Yeah. It's there. It's there. Time immemorial. <laughs> it's part of history. <laughs> so there you go. Um, one more thing on dates. <laughs> okay. So that so, was. My... As in, like a date you and your wife went out on? No. Oh, okay, right. No, no. I. Because that, that wouldn't have been your day of the... It was. That oh, was, that was your day. day? Okay, right. May the 1st was the day. Oh, because it was Batman Day, Batman right? You day. turned it to there. I no, did. Fair. But I'm I'm wondering what you're doing in November 14 and November 15 of this year. November 14 and November 15 of this year. Um, I can't predict what I'll be doing on those two dates at this stage. Going to Dallas? Um, oh, is it Feck? Feck 2019, oh, bitch. Joe Mather. <laughs> we haven't had Feck news in quite some time. I love some Feck news. For those who don't know what Feck stands for, can you just throw the acronym at us? The Flat Earth Convention, basically. Oh, Fact. actually, it's the Ike. <coughs> Flat Earth International Conference. Of course. Couldn't just be American. <laughs> Maybe Feck's uh, another side of the coin. True. Uh, Feck Flat Earth Convention. And then this is the Ike. So, the Flat Earth Convention, November 14 and 15, 2019, in Dallas, Texas, home of the Cowboys. All I want, and we're going to have to see if we can get it, all I want is some merch. Yeah. I want some Flat Earth, Spec 2019 merch. I want a shirt. I want a cap. Fuck. If any any of our- I want a Frisbee. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd be happy with Key Ring. Yep. Um, if any of our roadies who are in Dallas- um, Please tell me there's someone there. I, I will pay you good money to swing past FIEC 2019 and just get something. Oh, get us something, please. Now, I have Flat Earth News. Oh, we haven't had Flat Earth News for so we long. We haven't because, well, there's not a lot. They think the world's flat and everyone else just doesn't. The Flat Earthers who believe the Earth is a large disc are doing a cruise. So I've heard about the reality TV show they want to do. Mm. I've heard about the fact that they want to have a plane and fly and do whatever else. Yes. I haven't heard about a cruise. A group of people who believe the Earth is flat announced their biggest, boldest, and best adventure yet. 
the Flat Earth Cruise is scheduled for 2020. Sounds like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Or something. Bill and <laughs> Ted's biggest, flattest, like, most awesome like adventure. Biggest, boldest adventure, yeah. <laughs> totally awesome, dude. We are wild stallions. In saying that, episode three... Yes. Is coming soon. We don't know what the premise is. Maybe that's what it is. Fuck. <laughs> Back to Fact 2019. Dude. Yeah, so apparently 2020, when uh, your vision's perfect, the year of the optometrist. Um, <laughs> um, basically, what they're going to do is have a cruise. Now, I'm not sure whether or not that cruise is to try and prove that the world is a disc or whether or not it's just, you know, cruising for cruises' sake. But. Um, It'll be interesting because I think most people would agree that all ships that do this type of cruise have navigational systems that are solidly <laughs> based in the spherical Earth theory. So um, I don't know whether or not they'll be setting their own navigational things Possibly. to work that out. Oh, um, flat out trying to. Oh, wouldn't they yeah. just? Look at you. <sighs> So that's what I had for you. I had Flat Earth News and a Flat Earth Cruise. You, oh, nice. Oh, thank you. Do you know what the, um, the favourite sport at the Olympics of Flat Earthers is? Discus. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too easy. So there you go. So I don't know whether or not... Um, I don't know what they're, they're trying to prove with their cruise or whether or not it's just um, maybe like a swingers cruise. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's just a discus cruise. Maybe. <laughs> Now, what's going on in your world? Well, look, there's been a few little things. I actually, I didn't set a time on how we're going, so I don't know how we're going so far this episode. And I've got heaps of things I can bring up, but oh. I do have, at some stage, yes, five things that shit me. All right. Well, you might so, want to... Yeah. We're kicking to that? No, you can do whatever you want. Well, well I'll, I'll tell a couple of female stories first. Okay, go ahead. Right. I'll, I'll Story, try and make them quick. Stories about females? Yes. Okay. Right. So, we have, uh, we have a woman that woke up in a London hospital. Wake up alone. Woke up. In a London hospital. Oh, in a London hospital. Yes. yes. Um, after being in a coma for 28 years. Fuck off. So she was involved in a car accident. Apparently a car got rammed from behind. Yes. Um, however, that incident happened. She was put into a coma. Mm-hmm. But she was in the style of coma where um, they could tell, obviously, by how she was hooked up and everything, she could still feel pain. So okay, I think well, they could tell she was still there. But she wasn't conscious. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you watch any medical show, they will tell you that the brain does all these things. And when it experiences different sensations, a different part of the brain fires. So they probably hooked her up to an MRI and then, you know, fucking jabbed her in the foot with a sharp thing and, and her brain went, <laughs> so you're, like, you're so medically based. Yeah. It's awesome. Jabbed her in the foot with um, a sharp 28 thing. years later. 28 years later. So that what's that? That's one that's fucking... We're going back, what, 1990? Yeah, 1990. It was the time of the guru. <laughs> and Collingwood Working Grand Final. They did, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, 28 years. Imagine that, though. Imagine waking up 28 years later. <coughs> that sounds like a film. Um, <laughs> she was from, um, I believe, Saudi Arabia or something, but there was a prince... That actually pay for the medical bills for whatever reason. There must have been some connection somewhere. Prince Ali, happy as he, Prince of Baldwin. <laughs> but he obviously had some money. So Yeah, well, if he's a prince, pay. one would hope so. Well, you're not going to have someone uh, in a coma for 28 years that doesn't have money been able to pay for those medical bills because that's going to cost you. You're not just sitting in the general well, ward. Well, I don't know what the Saudi healthcare system is like. Well, but essentially she was in London at this stage. True. So she must have been moved to a different hospital for whatever reason. Well, I don't know what the Maybe NH- they're experts but, or... but they have the NHS, the National Health System or Health Service. 
I don't look because you can. I don't, you, I don't know what it would cover. You could be in a coma in Australia, and as long as you are in a public hospital, they're not going to turn off the lights. You'll stay there. Would they though? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, of course what, they but it would have come to that point where it's like, look, we don't believe Troy's going to come out of it. Joe tried CPR. He continued the podcast to his credit. Yeah, at his mate's request, and he Facebook lived it. Yeah, <laughs> and he Facebook lived it, but he hasn't come out. It's been thirteen years, Mel. Mm. <laughs> you know, like should we? But just if they can the prove that you've got brain activity, I don't know if they can prove that now. <laughs> well, no, but we, okay. So we've got a baseline of this podcast, which is setting the bar very low, <laughs> very low, incredibly low. <laughs> um, so I don't think they could, as long as someone's proving that you've got brain activity, there's always a chance. Obviously, true. There's precedent. So I don't know what the NHS is like. Maybe she would have got a free ride. Maybe no somebody else's foot in the bill. But I just think 28 years. Imagine all the things you've missed in 28 years. Mobile phones. The internet. Would that, no, that no. wouldn't have been around. No, because I mean, I got my first phone in changes. 93. Is my Her first boy mobile. was four years old in this accident. He'd now be 32. Fuck. Imagine that. You wake up. A grandma. Um, and I assume, I don't know what a coma's like, I haven't met anyone, but I'm assuming it'd be like waking up and you haven't experienced time yeah. as such, I assume. Um. If that's the case, if you get suddenly woken up and you're old and your son is nearly as old as you were. And you're a grandma. Mm. Like, you're 32. That's not unusual for him to have a kid who would be 14. Yep. Fuck. Just, I thought that was just pretty incredible. That would, um, be, um, that would be really random. Yeah. That's only a movie. It has to be a movie. I'm sure someone's done it. Well, hang <laughs> no, on. Yeah. Isn't that Kill Bill? Didn't she wake up from a coma? Yeah, it wouldn't have been 28 years, though. No, but I'm sure, you know, stretching it a little bit. Mm. Anyway, big shout out to um, Uma. Yep, so another one? Yeah, go. Um, in uh, London as well, actually. London town. Yeah, so in the UK, uh, there London, was a, a bit London of a uh, a bit of a gathering, mm. a bit of a demonstration. Mm. Um, it was They call this group the Extinction Rebellion. The Extinction Rebellion. Oh, are they, sounds really cool. Are they against extinctions or are they for them and they're rebelling and trying to cause Look, them? I've got to be completely honest. I don't even know. I just thought the name was cool. Oh, so that's, the, that's our point of order? The Extinction Rebellion. Yeah, that's what they're called. Well, so whatever they're actually... Uh, it could also be a bit going on. Star Wars, like the Rebel Yeah, look, Alliance. I believe it's still climate change and that kind of thing, not actual animals as such being extinct. More the fact of if we don't treat the world correctly, we, will be. we won't be here. And there's you know, a lot of people who think that way. Yeah. I tell you what, I trust them more than I trust flat earthers. Really? Mm, they don't okay. even give a feck. Um, <laughs> nice. But so this woman, right? Yes. Taken uh, demonstrating to a brand new level. Mm-hmm. Super glued her tits to the road. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yep. Super glued the breasts to the tarmac. Titty to the tarmac. Titty tarmac time. Yep. Stop. I'll tell you what, oh, whoa. I appreciate people maybe tying themselves to a tree, maybe even chaining themselves to a freaking bit of machinery. But when you start gluing your breast to tarmac, that's that's serious. That, now I'm trying to grab a quote <laughs> from the Princess Bride, would okay. be a waste of a perfectly good set of breasts. Well, there you go. When you said you were trying to grab something, I was worried where you were going there. No, no, no. Just, you know, think... well, we're female listeners, Joe, and I respect them. Yeah, and but don't you go there? No, fair enough. <laughs> but why would you? I mean, breasts are a beautiful thing. Why would they you are. glue them to a road? Because oh. the thing is, you're not hurting the road. No. And the person who comes to get you off said road, not hurting them. No. And here's the thing: what if mm. the person that's coming to get you come to get you off said road mm. didn't realise that they were glued down and just grabs you <gasps> and 
leaves the nipples behind. Nip slip to a whole new level. Mm. That's apparently there was a group also that actually glued themselves together and actually chained themselves to something as well, like a building or whatever else. Uh, once again, <laughs> I I get the handcuffing together because you're trying to stop someone doing something like the people who handcuff themselves all around a tree. Yep. Whether or not I agree with it. You might not it. agree with it, but I, don't I have understand to. why people do it. They've I got understand a the concept. They're trying to protect something, bam. Correct. But self harm? Mind you, fuck. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So we're trying to say that self harm is probably not the best way to go. Right. There is a precedent of there's this. A precedent, okay. There's a precedent of this working and getting a result. Okay. Tell me, Joe. Gandhi went on a hunger strike. True. Fucking changed the world. Only person he was hurting, he was himself. True. So maybe Titty to the Tarmac could be the next big thing. Maybe. I'm not sure, though, that <laughs> Titty the Tarmac, Tracy, <laughs> is going to be heralded as such a uh, messiah for the cause. I'm not, but you know how there's always a, a theme song as well that comes along all the time with demonstrations. Yeah, of course. Just, You've got a chance. On the road again. <laughs> I just can't just get stuck my tits back on the road again. again. <laughs> <laughs> See, not Stop. Titty time. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so there was that. Um, look, that's that's my silly female stories. Fair enough. I love yeah. them. Absolutely love them. How much time we got in this podcast, Joe? How are we looking? Um, well, we're getting about 10 minutes to go. Right. Should we got... get into five things that shit me? I can make them five quick things that shit me. No, you can make take as long as you want. Right-o. Fuck, we go over it. Who cares? Well, the, the one thing is we don't have thoughtful try again this week. No, he's on sabbatical, he I understand. Is. And look, that's understandable. The guy's under a lot of pressure. He sent a raven. He's trying to change the word. He did send a raven. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking speaking of sending a raven. Yeah. Did you see the new trailer to Men in Black International? I actually saw that prior to uh, Endgame. Looks like Fucking, a lot of fun. If Hemsworth didn't want to make any more money, <laughs> I mean, just associate yourself to Men in Black. Once again, though, he's playing the funny man. I that, think he's, he's one of the hilarious. best at that game, in the game at the moment. He's a good, straight, funny man. Oh, he's brilliant. Because he's not a, he's not a Billy Connolly. He's not, a, like, he's not an extroverted funny no, man. And he does, he's not like a Jack Black that's kind of a bit, no. f- bit tubby and short that plays fun out of himself. There's nothing physically humorous about him. Other than the fact that he just, it's hilarious how fucking good looking he is. He looks like a <laughs> condom full of walnuts. Basically, okay. <laughs> like okay. he's he's shredded. Um, he's a good-looking rooster. Condom full of walnuts. Condom full of walnuts. But and maybe that's why people like Hugh Jackman as well. They both have a very similar style of slight. Well, definitely self-deprecating humour, which is very Australian. Yep, very. Um, We're very not, good at it. And don't take yourself too seriously. Mm-hmm. And just fucking have a bit of a laugh. <laughs> have a bit of a laugh. Why don't you? So good on you. Mr. Hemsworth, well, that go out him. there and make some more money. Let's have a laugh of five things that shit me. All right, go. And we get to throw some music in on that one too, if you're still going, oh, Joe. Yeah, that's special. We haven't used that one for a no. while. I'm excited. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five things that shit me. Right, number one. Fundraisers for birthdays on fucking Facebook. What? Fuck me. It's a new cool thing. Have you seen this? No. So people have a birthday. When your birthday is coming Everyone does. It gives you the... They do. <laughs> well, you hope. Otherwise, unless it's like me, who falls over, dies. You still do the podcast at my request. But you've already had one this year. True, I have. Yeah. So <laughs> so you're done. So what they'll do is Facebook will say, do you want to um, basically align a fundraiser with your birthday? 
So instead of people giving you gifts or doing the happy birthday, they get to donate to a cause that you believe in. Look, which is great. Oh, hang on. So, okay. Back, back. You thought you were fundraising for yourself. So, Facebook are initiating this. Yes. So, Facebook say to you, you, Troy, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. (laughs) I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Um, Go shorty. It's your birthday. So it's your birthday coming up in two weeks' time. We know this because you've filled in your profile online. Yes. You like pandas. I love pandas. You love pandas fucking yeah. or oh. eating. Either way. As in I'd be eating them. Oh, wouldn't you? <laughs> so, you <laughs> so you want to so we know that you want to donate to panda artificial insemination research. Fantastic. You're all on board. Yep. Okay. It's your birthday. How about we send out a message to all of your contacts to say, instead of saying, hey, Troy, happy birthday, which you fucking hate anyway. Yep, I do. On Facebook. Yep. If you, it's if you all wanna, false. Exactly. If you want to wish me happy birthday, give me a call or send me exactly. a text. Okay. Make it personal. So if you're one of these Johnny Come Lately false Facebook happy birthdayers, instead of doing that, click here and drop a dollar to Panda Artificial Insemination Research, yep, which is the passion of Troy's heart. Fantastic. How much margin are Facebook making out of that? What's their slice of the Look, there'd pie? there'd have to be something there, I reckon. Well, there's got to be a transaction. To, there's got to be a reason why they do it. No doubt about whatsoever. Well, They good, wouldn't just be doing it out of the goodness of their own. There's well, no good, way well, known. Publicity? It's negative publicity oh, now. Hang on. I know what it is. Tell me. Because Facebook have been one of those organisations, and I'm like, I, I have Facebook, so I'm not... <coughs> trying to shit all over it. But Facebook would be one of those institutions in Australia that have been, or in the world, that are going like, well, we fucking don't pay tax or whatever, mm-hmm. like an Apple or, or whatever. Maybe your donation donation goes into the Facebook coffers. <coughs> Facebook then donate it to the Panda Fucking Research Club and they get to write that as a tax deductible re- refund. That wouldn't surprise me either. So there you go. Look, so I haven't looked into it enough to know exactly how the dollars work. Mm. I just know it shits me. Because I've seen a lot of people do it. But here's the thing that shits me within the shits me part. Oh, a double right. shit me. If you're going to do it. Yes. Oh, look, that's great. If you're going to do it, that's mm. fine. How about before you choose? So maybe it might be a case oh, it's only of, a set list. Well, there's, yeah, there's a list. Um, I don't know how big the list, how big the list is. Because um, your list, your list. But maybe you might type in, um, say, male depression, for instance. Mm-hmm. Before you then choose whatever that is, yes. how about you make sure it's in your own fucking country, dickheads? Oh. They just choose it because it's a great cause. In Abidjan. And it's something Abba, in Abba And it's something in fucking Dallas, Texas, or fucking. Fieck. Or fucking Fieck. It's fucking. It's just. <laughs> at least make it somewhere in Tasmania, for instance, if you live in Tassie. Make it a local area. Okay, Make but, it an Australia wide system. But, Do something. Yeah, but I'm you've... not going to donate money to, to a little group in the UK that isn't going to actually help any of us here. Yeah, but you have chosen for your birthday charity, Panda Artificial Insemination. That's going to be fucking happening in That's China. That's a little bit different, though. Oh, is it now? Yes. Because? If you're, looking at, if you're going for something like... Um, Women's mental health. Yes. You want something that's going to be local, that's going to help people. Local women's mental health. Exactly. Not, and that, know, and that can be Australia-wide. The, it might be the um, 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 Cancer Foundation of Tasmania. Right. Not the batshit crazy Brazilian birds. Exactly. Okay, fair Just enough. fucking, at least make it something's going to benefit people here. Make it real. Otherwise, it looks as though you haven't actually looked at it all. Yes. You just thought, this is cool. I'll yes. click on that one. Dickhead. Dickhead. Shits me. All right, done. Well, we won't do that. Good. For ours. Fantastic. This one we've actually touched on already. Oh. 
social media trolls. Yes. I've spoken about it before. We mentioned it before. People abuse people for the sake of abusing people. Or as they call them in French, la douche. Oh, just, you're a bunch of scenic Tuesdays. Just fucking stop it. People <laughs> that, the guy that got bashed. People who, it's exactly what you said. Mm. People who will spoil a film yes. before someone's seen it. Now, I get that it's only a movie. It is only a movie. But the thing is, you are purposefully trying to take the joy of someone's life, mm. take a, a joyful, happy experience away from someone yes. for no other reason than being an arsehole. Correct, because the reason the movie is made is to give, well, one, to make a shit ton of money, but the original reason why Stan Lee wrote those comics was because he's an artist, he wanted to share his artwork and give people joy and entertainment. Yes, exactly. And then from that, fucking exploded a world-dominating force, which is... You know Marvel, which but, is great because now you've got a you've got a legion of fans that love it because of the comics, and a legion of fans that love it because they're great movies. Exactly, they've never read comics, and that's fine. And all that really does, I would say, in ninety percent of the cases, the comics and the movies just brings joy. Yep, I understand that there are people probably working in the industry that maybe you know have their artwork you know used and abused and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, their target audience is there to spread joy. So if you're spoiling it, all you're doing is trying to steal joy. Joy stealer. Yeah, I mean, Fuck off. Look, I don't know what happened in their childhood or whatever actually caused it. I guess. Yep. Um, it's been another one now. We um, we brought, There was someone here not long ago that I said was jumping off social media mm. um, because I've been abused and all the rest of it. Um, oh, there's a female yeah. golfer now. Yes. Uh, Lexi I, Thompson. Uh, Captain Marvel. She yeah. jumped off. Yeah, yes. she, yeah, so Lexi Thompson. She's now jumping off social media um, because, um, quote, um, she's leaving social media due to too many hurtful things being said. And she doesn't want to deal with it. Fuck off. Now, she fucking plays golf. Yeah. And they're only picking on her because she's actually an attractive woman. Mm. And they're throwing derogative terms at her because of that. Just fucking stop it. Yeah, fair enough. Just, anyway. What are we up to? Three? Uh, three, uh, up to three? Yep. Uh, the media. <laughs> the media shits me. Right. Only because it controls everything we see. Yes. That's the part that shits me. Ooh, um, yes. The reason why I say, uh, last month. Yes. Uh, there was a uh, cyclone. Yes. Uh, in uh, Mozambique. Yes. Yep. Rygate in Mozambique. Uh, Mozambique. Uh, Malawi, I'm assuming it's pronounced. I don't yes. know. And uh, Zimbabwe. Yes. Right. More than a thousand people were killed. Mm-hmm. Did you even know about this? Nope. I did not know about it. No. So Mozambique. Mozambique? Mozambique. Mozambique. Well, Mozambique. depending on what primary school you went to. Yeah. Um, 602 people killed, um, 1,600 injured. Hmm. 240,000 houses damaged or destroyed. 715,000 hectares of crops damaged. Mm-hmm. People affected 1.9 million. Yes. In Zimbabwe, 344 killed, 200 injured, 600 households, 250,000 people um, affected. Um, 60 people killed in Malawi, where it is, um, mm. 20,000 households. I think just, that might be the capital. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yes. It absolutely is. It's and like... we didn't even know about it. Now, I realize it's. Not in our backyard. No, it's in Mozambique, but, but it's still surely a shit it's ton of people died. Well, it's it's also about um, the shootings in Christchurch. Yep, that got a lot of media coverage here in Australia. Yeah, a lot, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. No, it's mainly because it was in our back door. New Zealand feels like part of us. It's another state, mm. and most of them live here anyway. <laughs> hey, bro. Um, and now that New Zealand's also been voted as the sexiest accent in the world. No wonder they're on the map. Oh, that's a bit... Shut... <laughs> Has New Zealand the Kiwi South accent? South Africa was second. We're in the top five or six, I think. South Africa? Yeah, apparently. I don't find the South African accent very attractive at all. <laughs> well... I always thought... Apparently oh, it's up there. Oh, the Irish. 
That's always got a nice little lilt to it. They're up there too. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Um, but there was a there was another similar act of terrorism to a different religious group mm-hmm. in a different country. Yep, where like three times the amount of people died. Yes, we got and we got very a little, little bit. We got a little bit, but nowhere near as much. And whether or not that's because of the proximity, but you're absolutely right. The media controls the information oh, that do. you receive. It's just. It's so frustrating. And and it's very hard to find a just reporting it news service. You know, generally, you used to be able to go to the BBC, um, yep. and that would just be, it'd be like... It was just the news. The news. And most people probably think that way, maybe of an SBS or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even now, that, that changes. A lot because, of it's skewed one way or the other. Yeah, skewed left mm-hmm. or skewed right or, or whatever is in someone else's interests, you know, and the people of, the, the, you know, the James Packers and the, um, what's his name? Fucking, the other bloke, Murdoch, Rupert. Oh, yeah, Rupert, yep. You know, he, he, owns, Rupee. he, he owns a newspaper, the local rag. Um, <laughs> you know, it's those organisations that have different slantings left or right or they have different views one way or the other and... You know, that's the way it's the just annoying. Yeah. It really does annoy me the fact I don't mind maybe getting more coverage of something to a point hmm. if it's more relevant. Yeah, but at least tell us about what's going on. Sure, you know, especially when you get um, billionaires donating hmm. so much money to um, restore a building, which yeah. is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and, oh, Notre Dame. Yeah, yep, and it's historically relevant. Um, no, Absolutely, nothing to do with religion at all. In my mind, it's historically relevant. Exactly. Um, but I love it how people that have got money can donate so quickly to something like that. Yeah, there's so much travesty happens in the world, and I know mm. we can't fix everything, mm. but the money or the purse strings are very tight. Oh, it's all fake that. news, okay? Yeah, <laughs> so, so. But anyway. you know, but but that, to that said, there are billionaires out there like a Bill Gates or whatever who also donate oh, a shit happen. ton of money, especially to, things like AIDS research. But and, we just don't hear yeah. about it as mm. well. But you're absolutely right. A lot of people very publicly threw money at mm. the fires very in quickly. Notre Dame, and they don't need to. No, France is a country. Mm. They'll fix that shit themselves. They don't need your help. No. Like, they're a first world country. Um, whereas there are third world countries that that exact same amount of money, where a cyclone has just ripped through and killed thousands and thousands of people, that can really make a big difference. Oh, that rebuilds infrastructure, which brings people's lives back. Correct. Um, phenomenal. Anyway, number number four. Fake news. Yeah. These are the two serious ones now. Oh, shit. Full okay. on serious. Serious face. People who don't know how to fucking line up in a queue. Fuck me. That don't know how to... Oh. So you've got a queue. I, I get that maybe people don't like proximity. Mm. But you know what? Just move a bit closer, people. Mm. And you know what? The line doesn't have to be 20 metres long. It can just be 10 mm. or even maybe six. Mm. You don't have to stand two people back from the person in front of you. Just fucking move up. Do you know what shits me about fucking queues? Oh, tell me. This is what shits me. You go to your local supermarket. Won't brand it. Local supermarket. Yep, and you're, we could brand it if someone wants to throw exactly us a bit sponsorship, of sponsorship is more yeah. because if you throw some sponsorship, I'm sure that this doesn't happen in your supermarkets. <laughs> Definitely not. But let's just say it's a supermarket. We control the media. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news, okay? Um, so you're there and you're lining up. You're waiting to either use a self service checkout or waiting for a register. Yep. And the fuckwits that you're talking about mm-hmm. are putting too much gap. But let's just say they're not. <laughs> They then queue into an aisleway. <laughs> yep. I'm the person who will go 90 degrees 
to the person in front of me yes. and run it along the aisle because as opposed you are to considerate in the aisle. to other people that may wish to go past. No, because I'm just fucking sick and tired of people pushing into me with a bloody tropping trolley going, <laughs> get out of my way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, but they do because you're in the fucking aisle way. Get out of the aisle way, move in closer, pretend you're in an elevator. It's not that hard. No. I know, I know we don't always like people, but no. fuck it, it's a queue. Exactly. You're there with other people. You won't be there very fucking long. Get used to it. Unless, of course, fuck. it's supernova, and then you really will be there for a long time. It's just... It's not that hard. It's just not. It's a queue. It's meant to be a line. Mm. Fucking make it a tight line. And 90 degree once you hit an aisleway. Exactly. Or a pathway. How hard is it? Not. Right, I'm going to have a mouthful of my drink now before I cough, because this is a really serious one, Joe. All right, well, no worries. Will you get into it? Number five. Uh, the fifth thing that shits me. Uh-huh. Remote controls. Yes. Not what you think. Why the fuck do they have different battery sizes? Fuck's sake, Joe. Either have them all use AA mm-hmm. or all use fucking AAA. Because mm-hmm. you know what happens when your fucking remote control batteries go flat? Mm-hmm. The batteries you've got, they're the wrong fucking size, aren't they, Joe? That, well, they are. Just make them one fucking size, Joe. Well, okay. It's yes. not that hard. It's not. What, who the fuck came up with the idea of our oh, remotes use AAAs? Oh, we might make ours double A. Mm-hmm. And some other fuckwit thinks, that's a great idea. Yep. So now we've got fucking double A's and triple A's fucking everywhere. Next thing, there'll be a fucking D battery. <laughs> Nine <be> volt. <laughs> just lifting up the fucking remote will make your biceps bigger. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what, a car battery next? What the fuck? Where does it stop, Joe? Next one will probably be fucking solar powered. That'd be fine. Sit it on the windowsill. Won't matter. You won't need to find the batteries. Unless it's dark <laughs> and it's flat, then you're fucked. Exactly. Just make them one battery type. So, and I don't want to, <sighs> I don't want to, you know, where's your juice? I left the big one to last. I know, I can tell. <sighs> Are they by the same manufacturer? No. Oh, well then, fucking, it's not their fault then. It is, because they have conventions like Feck. They get together. Feck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fucking, look, if you want to point to how ridiculous that sort of thing is, it starts, it starts with the railway. Does it? Different gauges. Okay. You go throughout Australia and we have different widths of railway lines in Australia. Do we really? We do. Why is that? Because people are fucked. But aren't all the trains made in the same place? No. <laughs> there's not the train shop that just makes trains. Really? There's multiple train manufacturers. Are they really? True story. Okay, I didn't know that. They're like cars. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And what, Okay, cars is another example. Steering wheel on the left or steering wheel on the right? Yeah. Yeah, Who see? that shit? There you go. And bloody fucking horse racing. You're going clockwise, you're going anti-clockwise. True, but mm. that doesn't affect me when I'm at home trying to watch TV. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't give a fuck about the train. I'm not using a remote control on the train. Two words. Double A. Universal remote. Yeah, so but you only have one. Oh, okay. So therefore you only need one type of battery so you only for your one, one type of remote. Battery. You know what would happen though, don't you? That would die. You, no, you buy a universal remote. Yes. And you'd go flat. Yes. And you realise all the batteries you had before were triple A. This one's double A and you're still fucked. <laughs> but why would you just not buy spares for your universal? Because so that only, when it goes flat, because you've got you spares. were so excited about your remote. Yes. You didn't think about getting spares because you've already got batteries in your others. Fair enough. So you, you get rid of those, mm. chuck the batteries in a drawer, mm. got my spares. So <clears> you need the spares and they're fucking not the right ones. Universally fucked. Universally Joe. fucked. <laughs> Universal. I. You know what? And fair enough. It's a, um, I'm okay now, but that's just You're a big right? one. Okay. Well. Yeah. 
I'll try and remember next time to have both double A and triple A batteries when I come over next time. And look, the other thing is, too, I'm not a woman. Like, I don't have batteries for other devices available. Well, okay. Fair enough. And generally, those runs off your mains or three-phase, if I'm led to believe things are right. These days, they actually run by USB. There you go. Mind you, and maybe that's your option. Maybe that's what you need to do. Instead of going double A, triple A, find a universal remote that's USB and lithium, and you can just recharge it. Or let's go back to the corded remotes like the 80s. There you go. Or pre that... Fucking get a kid, change the channel, you little bastard. Yeah, that's right. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I didn't populate the earth earlier. Exactly. That's One my child mistake. policy. There you go. Now they wouldn't run on batteries. They would not. <clears throat> Probably cost more though. The internet sensation. Oh, that is Game of Thrones fake spoilers. Yeah, we can't miss this. We can't. So I have hot off the press mm-hmm. the latest Game of Thrones fake spoilers. Right. So just going to put this out there, for mm-hmm. people. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, latest episode. Season 8. Yeah, season 8. Episode 3. Episode 3. Excellent. Fake spoilers. Fake spoilers. Right. So, yep. I'm led to believe... I, no, I know. Right. That... Confidence. In season 1, mm-hmm. in the first couple of episodes... Fake spoilers for people who haven't seen season 1. Sorry, no, this is real spoilers. Oh, real spoilers. Real spoilers. Shit, this got real quick. Okay, so real spoilers. Season 1. There is a family from the north, which mm-hmm. I believe is Jon Snow's family. <coughs> and in a particular episode, they, come, coming. they find a wolf with puppies, and the wolf's dead. Oh, okay. So yep. each of the children get a wolf. Oh, look at this. Is that right? To be honest, that was a long... I mean, season one in Game of Thrones now was about 37 years ago. Okay, I understand. Um, but I think you're pretty well spot on. So they all get a wolf. Yeah. Right, so there's like four wolves. Season eight, episode three... Wolves, by the way. Wolves. Get your pluralization right, Joel Meather. Wolves. Wolves. I don't give a wolves. <laughs> they, um, there's a sorceress. There's a witch. I don't know if there is. There probably is. There's fucking dragons. Are we season be a witch. one or are we season eight now? Yeah, anything. Right. anything. I'm sure in Game of Thrones, in the Game of Thrones world, there is a witch. Right. She uses sorcery and magic, and those wolves oh. become werewolves. Oh. With the spirit of their owner. Like their owner and them have some because I think most of them are dead anyway. Right. And so their spirit comes back into the wolves and yeah. they become werewolves. Right. To fight the zombies. Right. From across the wall. Wow. That is my fake spoilers. That's huge. Now, in a heard bit it here of, first. Heard it here first. But the thing is, and yeah. what the people... That's at, more. Well, what the people at Jeez. GOT did is they did a preview screening because it was such a fucking big thing mm-hmm. of this episode. Yep. It's huge. Massive. One now, hour, 20 minutes of Game of Thrones. Exactly. So most people, like, they don't do a preview screening, but this one, it was important. They did. And at the end of it, they said to people... What did you think? And they basically said, we're liking it. <laughs> we're liking it. We're liking it. <laughs> oh, Joe, a little high five over the table. That is... I'll tell you, if, if any listeners didn't actually get that, go back and listen again. That is... That is one of the best pun jokes you've possibly ever done. Joseph Mather, my respect for you has just risen. What? 
And it's I not think the only thing. Has risen too. Yeah, that's that's got me excited. <laughs> and on that, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. <laughs> we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. 